0: Your host, Sam Fisher. We've got another great episode of the podcast today with a wonderful person, a great softball player, the perfect guest for this show, Sasha Palacios. What's up, Sasha?
1: Hello. I'm so happy that you invited me to be on this.
0: Oh my God. I'm so excited. I kind of was like, not nervous, but I, I think very highly of you. So I was like, I want to make sure that I have my life together before asking Sasha, because you're just—you're an extremely lovable person. Did you know this about yourself?
1: I didn't. I didn't. But I'm telling you, when I looked through your Instagram for the unknown pro, <laughs> and I saw everybody, I was like, I really need to step up my game. Like, I was like <laughs> you had like great AU grades, you had USA grades, you had Canada grades. I'm like, my Team Mexico sister is like on it. I was like, I need to be on it. Right. I need to straighten my hair. I need to brush my hair. I need to (laughs) look my best.
0: You look great and you belong in the conversation of the great. So I'm so happy that, that you're happy to be here because this is going to be a great conversation. It is no pressure, but Uh, um, (laughs) before, before we get started, I did want to just let everybody know the things that you have done in your career thus far, just so that they know who they're dealing with here. Okay. Is that cool? Yes. (laughs) So Sasha, you graduated from ASU in 2017, which already that's four years ago. Like that, it feels uh, like it was probably yesterday, but dang. Sorry yeah. for bringing that up. Um, at a- Arizona State, you were all Pac 12 defensive team as a sophomore, as well as NFCA All West region. Your senior year, you were first team all Pac 12. And at ASU, you had a 992 career fielding percentage. And I know that, like, <laughs> you know, being a catcher, I know maybe like higher ones are, but that's like, that's like untouchable. I'm just saying that's freaking unbelievable. Well, I didn't even know that stat. <laughs> so so you're welcome. Congrats so on that <laughs> stat. Congrats. Um, you've been with team Mexico since 2014 and you guys are qualified to go to the Olympics, which are now this summer instead of last yes. summer, good times. Yeah. Um, yeah, fingers crossed. Um, you played in the inaugural season of athletes unlimited and with team Mexico, you've competed in like 100,000 different tournaments, including world championships, world cups, just everything everywhere, travel the world, you know? Yeah. So that, I mean, what do you, what do you really think when you hear those things that you've accomplished
1: in in your softball career? That I've been playing for a really long time. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, I, I mean, I'm just like really fortunate that I've been able to like see so many different places of the country, but also of the world. I mean, I don't really think about it every single day, but when I'm like watching a television show or a documentary and it's about the Dominican Republic, I could say that I've been there or, you know, Japan where people are like, that's on people's bucket list." I think that that's like the biggest thing that I like the takeaway is obviously the friendships, but also like the places that I've been able to visit and like learn about their culture, learn about just that area. It's been really awesome.
0: Yeah. That's a, that's a really cool piece that you could take away from that because yeah, you're you're going places to play and represent your country, Mm -hmm. but you're also learning about the places that you, that you're playing in.
1: Oh, definitely. And just the way that different cultures play the game differently. I mean, you've, played in Japan and you've been immersed in that culture, but how they play is so different from how we play in the States. Um, Or even, you know, we've done tournaments in Mexico and just like the little girls that come and watch our game, they don't have those same opportunities that we have as Mexican Americans. And so I think that is truly like the part that's been like super Eye opening for me is like being able to travel to these places and get to know the people, even though there's like a language barrier. We're all playing the same game and we all love the same game. And it's like yeah. really, the really exciting part of it. And I'm hoping that we get to do our thing this summer and go yeah. to Japan because yeah. I love Japan. I've, you know, I talk to my parents all the time. Like, I never thought that I'd go to Japan and, yeah, and to play softball. So I'm like, I hope that this is something that happens and, hopefully everybody stays safe and they can find a way to do it. Yeah, that's, that's for sure. Cause what,
0: what an experience. Number one, you've, you've represented your, you've represented Mexico since 2014 and to be able to go and represent on that stage, it just, I mean, what another level
1: it's, you know, Sam, I, when I first started, it wasn't really the Olympics. softball, wasn't in the Olympic games. And so for me, I was coming off a really, really tough freshman year, um, at ASU. And I kind of like fell out of love with softball. I was just like, I told my dad, I was like, I don't want to play anymore. I was just going to like, like end it cold Turkey, like not play anymore. And my dad and my mom and my family really were like super supportive about me coming home after my freshman year and just like taking time off and like, me asking to get back into it and I remember my dad asking me about the tryout and I was like like a month before and I'm like I don't know if I'm ready I don't know if I want to do it and he like was there pushing me practicing like just getting me back to the old Mm Seychelles and I went and I tried out and I made it and that that summer completely changed the trajectory of my career and where that's why I'm at where I'm at was that summer and so I grew up with Team mexico and I'm just like this is this would be a perfect ending to this chapter for me because we've seen it come like full, you know, the full thing, like from starting and, you know, just having it be extra reps to qualifying for the Olympic games to go into the Olympic games. So this would be just like the perfect way to end.
0: Yeah, that's, oh my God. I like got a little bit of goosebumps as you were telling that story Aww. because well, you think about it, that was seven years ago. And oh you, I know. It, had you said, you know what, that was it then your life would look totally different now, not in a bad way. Of course, if that was the decision, yeah. but but look at, look at what, when, when your dad, when you said that your dad kind of helped to push you, yeah. did you feel like you needed that push to see, kind of see the light of what you wanted or was it his idea? Like, how did that all kind of work out for you mentally and all that?
1: So I, you know, I went to ASU like bright eyed, bushy tailed, ready to learn. And we had a couple coaching changes and I went in and I mean, ASU is a very competitive school. And I, I went in with like, if, even if I don't play, I just want to learn. I just want to like take in as much information and be better for my sophomore year. So I I knew the people in front of me and I knew the caliber of the program. Mm -hmm. And I, I feel like I didn't get a fair opportunity. Um, But then again, you're a 17, 18 year old kid that's going to a college, going away from home. There's so many different aspects of growing up. And so now looking at it older, I'm like, maybe it was me or maybe I could have dealt with it differently. But I definitely um, called my dad up. I remember we were at Washington. I called him crying. We were on on the road and I was like, I'm quitting. I can't do this. Come pick me up. I'm leaving. And he's like, we're not We're not quitters. We're gonna finish the season. Mm -hmm. At the end of the season, we'll talk. And so I came home. I was like, don't tell me to work out. Don't tell me to hit. (laughs) Don't tell me to throw. I was like, just give me like time just to like be normal and not think about softball. Mm -hmm. And then slowly he was like, Okay, like there's a tryout. Maybe this is something that you could do. Like um, and he like started like pushing me, inching me to like start practicing, pr- practicing, start hitting, throwing, and then all of a sudden it just felt like being back at home. Like I was comfortable, I was in my space, I was practicing with my dad who knows me the best, yeah. and so it just felt right. And I was like, I started working out. I was like super motivated to go to this tryout, and so I went and I made it. And that was kind of, I looked at him and I was like, this is it. Like this mm-hmm. is the part where, like I was. Prepping to go back to my sophomore year, and I loved ASU, like schooling. I loved where it was at, and so I was like, you know what? I'm gonna give it my my school another shot. And sure enough, my sophomore year I really turned it around, and um, I went in a different person, like not just softball wise, but like mentally, I went in stronger. I went in kind of like nobody's gonna give me crap, nobody's gonna tell me otherwise. I'm gonna leave it all in the field, and really for my sophomore to my senior year regardless of coaching changes, regardless of whatever, I was a different person.
0: That's amazing. That's amazing. And different doesn't necessarily mean that who you were before wasn't who you wanted to be, but you learned, you grew, you Mm -hmm. became the player that you knew you needed to be in order to compete.
1: Definitely, it was because of that 17, 18-year-old Seychelle that had to deal with things, had to, Mm -hmm. you know, stand up for herself, had to like, have those hard conversations it was because of that person that like all these opportunities came about. And I never want to go back to that point where like, I wasn't controlling, you know, things that I could control, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And it was, you know, something that, I mean, it's hard to talk about, but at the same time, like when I was my senior year and I was playing and I was enjoying and I, I, you know, representing my school and then every summer going and playing with Mexico, I don't even think about that time anymore, you know, but I had to go through that to be able to kind of come up on the, on the, like the top end, you know what I mean? Absolutely.
0: And that like, while you're going through something like that, or, you know, right after you're like, I don't know how I'm going to make it through this. I don't, you know, like, this is too hard. This is, you know, I feel like crap or whatever. And you look back and you think, because I went through that I'm here now. So it's just, it's just so crazy to think that something you thought you weren't going to get through or something that was going to end your softball life yeah well and also it's like
1: kind of nice to I have younger siblings Charlize is a sophomore at uh, the University of Arizona and then my little brother Sabian is a a freshman in high school and so it's kind of nice sometimes like I don't always bring it up but like when they need to like hear that like even they could see me being successful and continuing to play my sport but there's been like trials and tribulations through my career too it hasn't been all like rainbows and sunshine it's been like hardship and I think that for them like that are going through it right now, I could really relate with my sister because she's at school right now. And um, I try to give her as much advice. I don't try to be mom, but like, I try to just like give her anything that could make her experience a little bit better. You know? Yeah,
0: right, absolutely. Like player to player, especially sister to sister. Like I don't have a sister, but I can imagine the bond and the understanding between the two of you, especially yeah. growing up and doing essentially the same thing. Yeah. That, that's invaluable information. Because yeah. you have lived it, you have been through it, and and look
1: and look at now, you get to you get to plan on going to the freaking Olympics. I mean, I'm telling you, I didn't start this because of the Olympic Games. I started because I right. wanted more reps, I wanted to play, I wanted to fall back in love with it, and then yeah. slowly I saw, you know, the uprising of our program, the competitiveness, people actually like taking us seriously. Because the first couple summers, it was like. I was playing against people like you or like chitty like you know victoria hayward and i was like Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know but it takes like i love my roots i love that my family's from mexico and they came to my parent my mom's side came to the states my dad's here in the states now and like it like Yes, it was like, kind of like, oh my God, I played them in, in college this is like, <laughs> because we're not winning, but you know, we're losing right. by a lot, but it was like, you know, what? I'm representing something that I really care about that. I really hold, like, I'm very proud to be Latina and Mexican. And mm-hmm. I think that it's been like a really cool ride. There's some days that are harder than others, but I mean, I can't believe that hopefully in July I'll be in Japan and get to experience that. I mean, I'm getting, my hands just got clammy, but I'm super excited. <laughs> Like so. I'm nervous
0: right now, but still it's great.
1: <laughs> great. Like sometimes I try to visualize myself in a situation, like when I'm hitting on the T or front toss and I'm like, yeah, no, let's not do
0: this. <laughs> let's not do this. <laughs> That's amazing. I think I, I really love, love to hear that. Cause, um, you know, at least relating to it personally, you know, like I'm, I'm 100% white, like there's nothing else <laughs> that I've got to bring to the table, but we have like my... <laughs> Like that's it. I, I'm just. I'm um, making you an
1: honorary Mexican right now. Thank you.
0: I really need that. You're he, um, you're he. <laughs> I'm half Mexican. So, you know, like there's in, in the house. Yeah. <laughs> I married in, but, but I think about some of the Jewish traditions that we have from my mom's side. And I think I really love these things that we have in our family and the things that I want to carry on. So I can imagine, you know, it's, a, it's different, but it's the same kind of pride that you take in your culture, your celebrations, mm-hmm. your family, like there's so many things that go into being Mexican or, you know, being yeah. Jewish or being whatever it is that you yeah. are and that your family celebrates. And I think I, I, that's the, that's why I feel like the Olympics are something that's so much bigger and greater than a tournament,
1: you know, well, I, you know, it's going to be different with the whole pandemic. It's going to be different. you are going to find ways to you know, accommodate people from all over the world. And that's something that like, you don't think about that. Like, I don't think about that. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, it's just gonna be like a softball tournament where we're trading pins, you know? Like, right? (laughs) no, it's like from people all over the world that are all coming to represent, have all tirelessly like prepared for this moment. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's a lot of pressure too. It's a lot of pressure because I, for a lot of us, this is it for Team Mexico. Yeah, And I think that it's a lot of pressure, but at the same time, we've been through so much that this is just like the icing on the cake. Like whether we go and we're two in barbecue, which I really don't think will be the case. I really hope that we buckle down, but being there and like getting to that point, I mean, And when this whole news about the pandemic happened and they canceled the Olympics, I like try to remind the girls like on our Zoom meetings, like, listen, what we did in 2019 will be in my heart literally for the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. Like catching that ball to win and beat Canada on their home tour. I love Victoria Hayward and Sarah G and all of Of them. I love them, but like in that moment, it was just us there, nobody else. And I think that it was all kind of worth it. And I think I was trying to remind them and trying to remind myself that like what we did in 2019 and how we won, was like amazing. And if we do go to the Olympic games because they find a way to keep everybody safe and it happens because it's supposed to happen, then it's it'll be amazing. But if not, and that 2019 year was like, I can't even, undescribable.
0: Yeah, I, I can't even imagine because watching it and seeing the highlights and, and keeping up with the games when you guys are playing, it was like, they're doing something special. Oh, I just, just got to like, Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. You just knew, you knew watching, you knew, like, it's just like, I think about, you know, watching the greatest sports stories of all time or yeah. the greatest sports teams and, and underdog victories. And you see all these things. And as it's happening, you see, and you're like, something's going on, you know, yeah. they're doing something. And you guys that in 2019 at that tournament, you guys were doing something special.
1: <laughs> it felt like everything clicked for us. Like, yeah. and my dad knows the game really well um mm-hmm. and i'm so thankful that him my mom and my brother my sister was already at uh, her freshman year so she couldn't be there but she was right. watching but my dad you know after games after the first couple games like the exhibition round or whatever he was like you guys are on it nobody's going to beat you you're going to go undefeated i'm like come on like <laughs> come on he's like no really you guys are going to go undefeated and it's going to be like epic. And sure enough, like everything fell into place coming off a tournament in Peru. That was like, not our best. Right. All went home for two, three days where with our people came back and we were like, rejuvenized, we were ready to go. Mm -hmm. And you know, balls that were like this much foul in Peru were this much fair in Canada. And that's how the game is. Like it'll turn on you and it'll like, it doesn't know who's playing, but at the same time, like I just feel like everything worked for us. Yeah. And it was just so I was so mentally, physically, emotionally, spiritually, financially like <laughs> tired at the end of it. I was just like, take me now. But it was just like, oh man, if I can go back and relive that, that I mean, I bet. I got chills all over my body because we really came together and we, you know, we put our the country on our back and we did that. We did that. You did that you did it to him
0: (laughs) (laughs) that uh man it's so like one of the things that I really wanted to talk about because what I think is so special in you is that you have a way of you like I don't don't know exactly how to put it but you 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 have the ability to give people chills I wasn't there in Canada I was not on team Mexico and I'm sitting here like we did it (laughs) you know like you just you're you have something so special about you, which I think is what number one makes you a great teammate, but it's also, makes you a great catcher because you have this amazing ability to bring the best out of those around you and Mm -hmm. who doesn't want to have the best brought out of their pitcher. You know what I mean? Yeah. I I mean, like just sitting here listening to you talk, I'm like, ah, you know,
1: it's, and you know, what's so funny. It's like that you say that I take a lot of pride in my defense and that's something that I went in to Canada thinking like of course I'd love to go four for four with four bombs like who wouldn't but I know that my job on the team at that moment was to be there physically mentally emotionally for my pitchers Mm -hmm. and to work together to beat these teams because Puerto Rico Canada everybody there was like top caliber teams they wouldn't be there if they weren't and so I knew going in that my goal was to call the best game to Mm. be there emotionally to pick them up or to encourage them and you know it's so funny because when we go out to eat as a family like in Canada we were not like oh so like how's the weather how's you know we were talking about the game and like my mom it's so cute my mom brought a little notebook that like you know the what they hand out at the field the program Right. She wrote notes on the Puerto Rico, Canada game. And she was like, this is what I saw. And it was so funny because I was like, yeah, um, this person doesn't like change-ups. This person will swing at change-ups all day long. And my mom was like, how do you know that? I'm like, oh. because I'm like, this is, this was, that was it for me. That was the tournament for me. Yeah. And so I'm so, I'm so grateful that you say that about that because I really do take pride on being behind the plate and I, it's a huge responsibility, but I, I wouldn't want it any other way. I love it.
0: Oh, yeah. And even just thinking about that's like, obviously, my personal feelings. I know I share that with everybody who's ever met you and played (laughs) with you against you, whatever. But like, I think about the experience at Athletes Unlimited, and about you were invaluable. You were someone who people wanted immediately. And you were in conversations because people know that you can get the best out of their pitcher, out of whoever, no matter who it is. And knowing like, Sachelle can get this job done. And like you said, who doesn't want to hit all the home runs and get all yeah. the RBIs and everything. But that's like, that's like mainstream. You know, yeah. and, and the, the, the work that you have to do yeah. in order to be the best and bring out the best of the best. How many yeah. times can I say best in one sentence? All the best but in the world. But that's, you know, that goes very unseen. Yeah. And that's yeah. the job that you just said. That's the job you want to do and you take
1: pride in. So yeah, that's it's so true. I mean, we do get kind of overlooked, but even an AU, like I didn't really know a lot of people, like pitchers, right, other than right. Tool and Taylor that I've caught um right. religiously, right? And so it was a challenge for me to like work with these players and understand what they wanted to throw and tweak ways like tweet and i would tell them openly like listen i catch this way this is how i move this is if you need something else to be successful let me know right. and i think that that's something that like i have learned through the sport but i feel like it's transferable into life and i think that just being able to adapt and i think that that's truly what our team our team mexico has been able to do and that's just to great. adapt and i just i'm i can't wait to play with them we we have something in texas in a couple weeks and right. i just can't wait to get out there and I mean, take it for what it is. I mean, we haven't seen, you know, we haven't played together in a year and so it's going to be nerves and all that, but I'm just so excited to be back. And I'm just so grateful that you're saying this because sometimes it does go unnoticed and sometimes, you know, at AU, that room when people were picking teams, it's so nerve wracking and you care so much about what your peers think about you, even though we shouldn't. Right. But like. We're human and it does and so to hear that really from somebody like you, I mean that like really means a lot to me. So well, I I would say it off the record as well. I'm just letting you
0: know. <laughs> I know you.
1: are um,
0: And that I I'm I think it's such a special ability because you know there's times where players might see another player, how can they get better, and they don't have the confidence or the courage to say it to somebody. But you you have such a way of being able to say, hey, Tuli, I think. Uh, you know, you did this and really you want to do this. You're able to communicate things to make someone better without them scoffing and being like, why are you telling, you know what I, you know what I mean? I know
1: I I do get it. And that's something that I definitely feel like I have to, as like my position, I do have to wear multiple hats and have different personalities and depending on the game situation, but also the pitcher, like. Right. Tule, when she first joined, I never got to play with her until she joined team Mexico. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a wake up call for me because she would like get a, give up a hit and I'd come up and like give her the ball or whatever. And she's like, where was that? Was that down the middle? And I'm like me trying to be like, Oh, you got like supportive. She's like, no, so tell me where it's at. And so she challenges me in ways too to like, not always be so, you know, beat around the bush or trying to like she she encourages me and she challenges me to like be like yeah you're better than that your drop ball was flat you could be better and she doesn't take it in the bad way and that's something that it's like battery mates it's not just the catcher or the pitcher's fault you're a collective and I think that we all of our pitchers and all of our catchers on our national team we all take pride in what we do and we all don't put an opinion on somebody else you know and I think that's what makes our staff truly special. It's like they want to be better and they yeah. they'll ask me, Sasha, I need you to or Sasha, I need you to be better. I need you to call more of these, you know? And it's not something like you're offending me. Yeah. I want them to shake me off. I want them to feel comfortable in what they're throwing.
0: Yeah. Has that been something that you've carried with you as long as you've been a catcher, or did that start to kind of develop when you got older? Or how how did that come about?
1: I really think that like the game, the college game, it's all about the wristbands coaches are calling. I never really had an opportunity to call until um, my senior year, um, a couple games in my senior year. And I really enjoyed it. I love love calling the game. I think it's something that's so, the pace of the game is so authentic and it's so um, unique. I mean, me and the pitcher are the ones seeing everything. And so I really think that I've developed that tool, um, later in my career, I mean, I've had the chance to call the games during, you know, the national team and it's just something that's super, you know, it's fun, it's challenging and it's mentally exhausting, but I think it's, it's something that I, a tool that I wish I would have learned younger, you know, and had the confidence to do it when I was younger.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Cause it, I mean, it is, it's a game within a game being able to call especially, I mean, against the hitters that you're facing, it's one thing in, in college, you're playing at ASU, you're in the PAC 12, you're yeah. not getting a whole lot of games off because yeah. everybody's good, but there's yeah. still games where you're like, you know what, maybe the eight, nine hitters are a little bit, Definitely, Definitely. you're facing these hitters one through nine that you have to go head to head with every
1: pitch. Well, and it's, you know, when we beat Canada, like mm-hmm. I had this whole, I'm such a planner. This is like, so, <laughs> like two of me, but I like to plan everything. And so naturally I planned how I wanted the victory, like celebration to go right with Dallas. And I look at video and I'm still hurt at myself because (laughs) I literally, when I caught the ball, I like almost physically fell to the ground. And then I ran to Dallas and I'm like, I could have just kept the ball and I could have ran, but I didn't do that. (laughs) But I think that in that like clip, my mom and dad are always like, in that clip, it shows how tired you are. You are physically like, thank God I don't have to call another pitch. And that's <laughs> literally what was going through my brain. Yeah. As soon as I caught the ball in the game, was it was like, <sighs> I don't, I could relax. Exactly. Yeah. And I know that the whole team was feeling that way. And it I was bet. just so pure and so like raw. And so us, like it was so our team and yeah. And then I was a ball, I'm so sensitive. I was like crying. I looked to see my parents, I was bawling. I went to the stands with my full gear on, I hugged them. And it was just like such a, I called my grandma who like can't watch my games cause she gets super nervous. Like she can't, and she's like praying. She doesn't want anybody to get hurt. She wants us to win. She's competitive, but she's like, she just can't. It's just too much for her little heart, right? I called my grandma, bawling. Like, grandma, we just did it. We just qualified, and she's like, "Mika, I was watching." Oh, and I was like, "What?" God. And so I was like, it was just like everybody was so invested, and it was just so great. Oh man, that's amazing.
0: So I this is so exciting. That's so exciting. What a what a moment that you're gonna remember for the rest of your life as a softball player, as a non stopball player, like your family your grandma saying I was watching like that yeah it's I like her. what I'm amazing
1: like, it was just so oh man the only thing missing was obviously my sister in the stands yeah. but I I know that she was watching and I mean randomly like I'll look be looking at the sunset and like I'll be like dad do you remember when we beat Canada we beat <laughs> against Puerto Rico the energy because it was so like cutthroat it was so back and forth and I don't, I mean, obviously I hope I feel this. You know, I'm going to feel this at the Olympic games, I'm sure. But like that, like pressure was a privilege and it was a lot, but it was like so awesome. And I'm sure that all of my fellow Mexico sisters will tell you that. Like it was like balls to the wall.
0: That, I love that. The pressure was a privilege. Like people, the to the people who say, you know, like sports is just a game. It's, yeah. it's, it's not they like, think about that. Yeah. Think about the feelings that you're feeling right now, the feelings that you were feeling then, even like the exhaustion where you're like, all I'm doing is telling her to throw a curveball inside. Like, why is, why should that be exhausting on paper? Why? Yeah. But it like everything that you go through to win and to do things for your team, for your country, for, every, you know, there it's so much and for boring. in that moment
1: it wasn't just like those games it was like the years before that yeah leading up all to the it. money spent all the energy all the training like mm-hmm. all for that moment and it could have gone like either way mm-hmm. you know and that's why right. I think my mom was so happy that my dad was able to come like he's such a workhorse but like he was able to take time off and come and they were able to be there because whether we won they were going to be there to celebrate but if we lost they were going to be there to be with me because they right. know the toll that it was going to take, not just on me on the whole team, Mm -hmm. but I really think that, I mean, it all worked out for the way it was supposed to. And holy crap, that week in Canada, like took maybe 20 years for my life. I was like, (laughs) worth it. It was so worth it. Like (laughs) stress and and all.
0: Even thinking about softball came back into the Olympics in 2016. This tournament was in 2019. So you think about day one from 2016 knowing yep. this is what I'm working towards that's a yep. lot of time spent working towards that common goal
1: and then think about now where we're like we qualify for the Olympic Games we're on an all-time high we start our we start our tour you know mm-hmm. and then all this the world gets shut down yep and so you know yeah everything kind of happens for a reason and I think that this time you know I'm very I have you know such an awesome support system with my family, allowing me to continue to play. Cause right. you know, that it's not, you know, the best option and we're putting on hold our jobs and our, right. you know, the rest of our life. Right. But I think that I'm, I took this time off to kind of really like go back to the basics and my swing has never felt this good in a really long time,
0: you know? Yes. And
1: it's because I've every single day I'm making the choice to work with my dad my brother's there my sister was here when she was on break and Mm -hmm. it's just like truly a family affair and so once all this is said and done and we're done this these are memories that i'm gonna look back on is like all of us being in the cage together you know yeah and that's something that's like super special
0: it really is it's and there you know the best times are happening when you got you're doing something you love Mm
1: -hmm. you know
0: just because you're practicing doesn't mean you're not out there yeah. loving who you're with, loving what you're doing, getting better, yeah. learning. There's so many good things that go into it. And that's yeah, that's something that's so special that sport brings, yes. you know. Yeah. And um I think what's cool is that like we've obviously spent a lot of time talking about the Olympics and everything. But but you I I just I think it's so cool how much pride you take in like you said, being Latina and you're fluent in Spanish. And I think I, I that's like my I love listening to you speak Spanish. <laughs> But I, I'm just, this is like not softball related, but I'm super curious. Are there any like Mexican traditions that your family does? That's your favorite. Like what's your, like, if, if you think when you're like, what's your favorite thing about representing Mexico or being Latina or, you know, being a Mexican American woman, what is the first thing that you think about that you take the most pride in?
1: I, and this is going to sound super cliche, but I really think it's like all about family. I
0: love like, it. No, that's not
1: cliche at all. Family has been so big. And I think about people, you know, that I went to high school with that, like, they have no problem going off and starting a career mm-hmm. all the way across the country. Mm-hmm. And I'm always considering like, man, I don't, I don't want to leave home. I don't want to leave San Diego. That's where my whole family's at. And then right. across the border, like maybe 35, 40 minutes, my dad's side is there. That close? Wow. Yeah. And so that's why I'm like, man, I don't, it's, it makes it hard And everything that I do. It's a family affair, everything that, you know, I talk it through with them. And I don't know, it just, that's something that I really think about. And I've been like fortunate that like, when I go visit my grandparents, my mom's side, they live here in the States, about 15 minutes away from our house. And I go and I like ask them questions about them growing up or like what life was like on the ranch in Mexico growing up or, and I, I like have been thinking like, I want to record them and write all this down in a book oh or, like, yes. because these stories and like the work ethic and the goal of like coming and like the way that they would say that they didn't have a lot of money coming here, but they had to help their family. They helped all their sisters and brothers and their daughters and I mean holy crap like that's something that makes me so proud and I yeah. I know that other you know cultures they they hold that you know family very high too but there's just something just so unique I I can't even put my my finger on it it's yeah. just so everything that you do is like with your family and I mean we love to have we share the love of music and the love of good food and you know coming together and gathering even though it's like not it's like a normal Friday, like we're going to get together, not now because COVID. Right. <laughs> we're going to get together and we're going to celebrate. And we're going to be together playing like even board games. Like, so it's like that family togetherness, the competitiveness, the work ethic. It's just like it's so unique. And I wish that, you know, if I could have a party invite all my softball well, friends and have my dad on the grill, my mom cooking and the music blaring yeah. and just, oh, it's just so much fun. That
0: is number one, absolutely not cliche. That was such an amazing answer. What, like, what an amazing representation of your family is that you do things for your family, with your family, you know, it's at the end of the day, they, they brought you here in life and have, have been able to give you um, the opportunities to become who you are and to do what you do. And what, what a great testament to their love and work and everything to make it so that that's your answer. You know
1: what I mean? Totally. And I think that it's like, I respect and I love where I'm from, like where my family's from, and all how life was so different for them, how it is for me. But they had to do all the groundwork for me to be where I'm at right now. Absolutely. And like the stars had to align perfectly for my grandparents to meet each other to have my mom. And then my mom to meet my dad. And then my, you know, them two together made me. And I think about yeah. that all the time. I'm like, like, Ser- like mind blowing yeah, I'm like, wow, this is just like, and it's all God's work. And it's like, just so freaking amazing. Like, it's just so cool. And, you know, I, I have, you know, those roots in from Mexico, but also the, you know, privilege to be an American and live in this great country, even though sometimes it doesn't feel that way, but Mm -hmm. I get the best of both worlds. And I'm really lucky that I get to, and I try to share that with all my friends. I, you know, I, I, I really think that the team, Team mexico our thing is family and being together. And I really think that that's why we've had success in the past couple of years is because we've really come together as a family.
0: Yeah. And that's, I mean, you think about it and you're out there competing, you're you're doing this because you love this for yourself, for the teammates around you that have become family, for your parents, for your grandparents, your your siblings, like there's so many parts and so many pieces to it that it's, it's not just about you know, at the end of the day, obviously you have to call the right pitches and swing at the right pitches, yeah. but at the end of the day, it's more than just that. It's so so I'm so glad I asked that question. Cause I think, I mean, it's so, it's so amazing seeing where other people have come from, their families yeah. have come from and just how much appreciation it just comes across. So, so easily how much you appreciate your family it's and not so, just your parents and everything, but everything yeah. before them as well
1: no totally and i think that like again like i'm so lucky that i get to live in the states but also represent my bloodline yeah. because mm-hmm. like in mexico you don't play sports you as a woman you mm-hmm. raise your family you're wow. the you know at yeah. home taking care of the house taking care of the kids i mean i have cousins on my dad's side that they didn't really get into sports they have like two or three kids like Mm -hmm. and they're around my age and i think about that i'm like one can look at that as like sometimes some days i'm like oh my god i'm so behind like i don't have a house i don't have a husband i don't have a kid like Mm our career but then i think about i'm like whoa i'm still getting to like play softball and do what i love and do it with the people that I love, like getting to play with Team mexico getting to practice with my dad and my siblings, like Mm -hmm. getting to go to the field, all of us. And like my mom shaggy, my dad throwing BP, my brother, (laughs) like, it's just like so cool. And again, we do everything together. That's so awesome.
0: That's so, so, so great. And I I was going to ask too, because you, you know, talking about, I felt the same way as you about, like, I could not imagine going so far for college or going so far away and just leaving behind my yeah. family who helped me get to the point of going to college or you know what I mean but yeah. ASU probably was not too far what five hours from your house
1: five yeah five hours yeah. five and a half hours drive so super quick
0: yeah that's like that's so doable when it comes to like leaving your family um, yeah. and even your sister she's probably about the same so yeah um I I I, I just I love that and I I feel like I can relate to that because I love obviously love my family but when I was making the decision of where to go to college I'm like my my dad and my my mom too but my dad has been to every single game I've ever played why am I going to go away and he's only going to be able to see what 10 games if I go across the country or
1: definitely that kind of thing and I know so, you give your dad poor rick crap about him missing that one game of your career honest but- to
0: god what like his <laughs> job Why like- job dad like <laughs> maybe they'll give it back to you I don't know we like, I went
1: to school because of you, for your ability to go to every game. <laughs> this is for you, dad. Oh, my God.
0: And, so then, and then I got my mom over here like, I got to go where for a game? <laughs> Sorry, Deb.
1: 15 minutes
0: away. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, it's okay. Just sit in the passenger seat. You're going to be fine.
1: <laughs> it is so funny.
0: I, this is, I, I'm you know, you know what you're, you're going to get when you sit down and talk to Sasha, but, <sighs> but every time it's like, I just feel like so fulfilled listening to the things that you have to say and how, how appreciative you are of so many things, even the hard stuff. Like I, I, my first experience playing against team Mexico with it was in 2012. So the difference between then and nine years later has Mm -hmm. been, I mean, it would, it used to be a gimme game. Like we'd play them and be like, all right, like five innings and the game's over. And now Mexico's beating USA, Mexico's qualified for the Olympics. There's so many, it's amazing to see that the little things and, you know, the accomplishments a little, little, little along the way yeah, now have this big, huge turnout where it might look like an overnight success kind of thing, but you know, you've seen the daily, the work, the crap, you know, that you have to deal with, that you have to go through financial. There's so many things that go behind winning those games in Canada.
1: Yeah. It's so true. It was many years of like, not just us, but our families investing. And like, you know, I'm sure my mom would have loved having all of her kids at home during the summer when we don't have any softball, but like I was constantly choosing to go to different countries, get on a 12 hour flight, doing things Mm -hmm. to help grow it. And honestly, because I truly loved it. And I know that because I I loved it. And I showed that to my parents that I did like it, they were okay with it. And I just, it's like, it's been a really long time coming for this moment. And I I really want us all to just embrace, embrace the change. I mean, I mean, a lot has changed in the past, you know, year. Um, Right. And just like, as far as like COVID, but as far as like people's interests also to be on our team. And um, Mm -hmm. I just think that like, I don't want people to forget the, you know the beginning stages and like what it took to get to this spot and i mean yes i love playing softball and that's why i mean i wouldn't be playing ice hockey for mexico because i would look like a fool but like it's because i love my country i love being able to like somebody look at me and speak spanish and me know what to say back or you know what i mean and like and i think that that's something that's truly special and i have a lot of work to do to be better about learning about Mexico, learning more about that might the second country, you know what I mean? But right. I think it's like little, little things that we could all be better about and just like compassion and treating people more like family, you know? Yeah,
0: definitely. And I think what you said too about, you know, there's been more interest now that you guys are a better team and that you're qualified and everything. And it goes back to what we were talking about earlier that it's it's not just a tournament. The Olympics is not just a tournament you no. know, it's, it's about it's, so much more. Yeah. It's your country. It's your roots. It's your family. It's, yeah. you know, everything that you think about why, why you play and who do you play for and, and all that stuff, you know, it's not just about those what six games. Yeah. Like, oh my God, when you say it like that, that sounds like nothing, but geez,
1: it's all, it's everything. It's everything. I think that's something that I really am happy that, you know, before you didn't really hear about people playing for team Mexico or team Italy or team Canada or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. Kind of like the MLB, it was always just American born players. And now you see this eruption of players come from the Dominican Republic Mm -hmm. and Cuba and Puerto Rico and all these places where I went to the Dominican Republic and let me tell you those little boys were there from when the sun was coming up to when it was dark and they couldn't see the ball anymore they were there every single day that we were there at the tournament and it was just like so really cool and when we were there we got to like adopt um, his name was Junior and he I think his mom worked at the facility, like the softball complex. Mm-hmm. And she was a, a cleaning lady. And the little boy was there since the very beginning to the very end of the day. Cause her mom, his mom was there. Mm-hmm. And one day he like was just like kind of peeking and seeing us like, Oh, what are these people up to? You know, these girls, why are they playing? Like, And we brought him in. We're like, yo, take this glove, go out to the outfield and catch the ball. And he didn't have the luxury, like the other little boys to have gloves, to have, you know, the mom take them or like, whatever the go to the field and practice. But that right. week that we were there, we took him in and it was like, so cool. And I peep, that's something that people don't see. It's like, yeah, we might all be Americans, but we all like treat people like family and we come in and we all do our best to represent Mexico. We took that little boy in at the end of the, at the end of the tournament, we all, you know, brought together all the extra cash that we had, the, oh. the money that they use pesos. Mm-hmm. And we gave it to him and his mom and they were bawling oh and like God, I'm in a ball after like getting the medals in that in that in that tournament we went to eat at a restaurant and we took him with us mm-hmm. and you should have seen him like eating with like both hands like he has not oh. like this in like weeks oh. and it was just like so fulfilling for us and those are the moments those are the memories that I'm going to remember with Team Mexico yeah. obviously the tournaments the medals the souvenirs all that's awesome but like being able to like have a connection with people that are not, you know, like us or are very like us. And we just don't know, you know? Yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think that the things that I was saying about you before, just about that special, you just have that special way of looking at things that I think comes so, so clearly when you're telling this kind of story that you have two ways of looking at things. You have a way of looking at things in a negative way, like, you know, like, I got to go out there and I got to practice, or I got to go out there and I got to do this now, Mm -hmm. or, I get to go do this. I get to go see this. And you always look at things in the ladder. Now that could be, there could be some times where you're like, man, like I'm just really having a down day cause you're a human, yeah. but, yeah. but stories like that and thinking, look at, look at this kid who doesn't have a glove and he's out there and he's, you know, giving his all and he's, you know, he's getting better and having fun. That yeah. is the kind of Way that I feel about the way that you see life, and I oh, think man.
1: I wanted to bring him home with me. That I was sounds
0: like, so is. sweet. That sounds I mean, and sweet. it's like
1: just little things, like we all had iPhones, right? And we had mm-hmm. the speaker before the game, and I remember he would like he would communicate with me and a couple other girls that could speak Spanish, and he was like play this song, and it was a song like that was well known in the Dominican, and mm-hmm. he started like dancing. <laughs> and we're all like clapping for him, and like. Oh. It was just like so it was so awesome and like I feel like that's what we do in a lot of places like the last time we went to Japan you know we had our translators we had the people that were there helping us because they're amazing over there they think of everything and there was people that would just randomly come or like the bus drivers like our coaches would just like take we'd give them stuff like our visor our hat or like Mm -hmm. you know and like it was just so I mean so awesome and yeah it's just been so, I've been so fortunate to be on the team. There's hardship. There's like of course. problems. There's whatever there's, you know, lack of motivation. There's like everything I'm human. Everybody yeah. goes through it, but like, oh man, it's been so awesome. I'd love it. And I can't wait to get back with those girls and play with them. And just whether it's good or bad, I want us to just enjoy being in the moment and just enjoy this last ride because I really right. do think the, the last dance MJ, you know, <laughs> MJ mood. You feel me? Yeah, of course. But, of course I feel you. <laughs> but I definitely think that it's like, it's super awesome what we're doing. And we should be honored that people want to be with us. People want to ride with us. People want to fight with us because yeah, we're a social yeah. group and it's this group, this pod of people that we've pushed and we've pushed and we've mm-hmm. pushed the the label. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And, and at the end of the day, you want to win with this group. And if you're going to lose, you want it to be with this group, you know, like oh, for sure the, the highs, the lows together. And that's, you know you think about the teams that you're on in your life, you know, especially going and playing as long as some of us have been playing. And you think you've been on different teams. You've been on a lot of different, um, different coaches, different players, different leaders, yeah. and not everybody gets to have that very special, special team where you think about, and you're like, this is a lifetime, you know, yeah. so that you guys, whether you're up there getting your gold medals or you're sitting at home, you have that together. And
1: oh, totally, totally. It's like, it. Ugh. Are you Mexican? Do you want to be on our team? (laughs) I tried to marry
0: in. I don't know. He's half, he's half Mexican. So
1: no. No. And that's what it's like. So cool. It's like seeing everybody and people like you who I respect and like encouraging us, you know, even though you did play for USA, like, I feel like you have like stories that we've told you and like our experiences and just like seeing, I think that's also why I loved you, uh, AU, like being able to play with people that I would have not played with. Right. If it wasn't right. for that opportunity.
0: Right. Um,
1: and like from enemies to friends, like people that played on, you know, whatever, Canada, now I'm friends with them. Like, I never mm-hmm. thought that, that would happen. And I think it also, I hope that it allowed people to kind of see us, like us national team, Mexico girls that like mm-hmm. wh- how we are off the field, like right. we totally may be like super fierce on the field, but you get to n- know her and she's like, so quirky so awesome so yeah. you know genuine and like I think that that's what I hope AU brought to people like I hope people felt like we were a warm hug like we were open arms wanted people to like you know what I mean like yes we truly feel us as a team and as an organization and just like kind of bring a little bit of that like Latina swag and that yes. you know, spice yeah. but like also know that we're like really like gentle people and we don't like it's not just a um it's not a second choice for us to be on Team Mexico, and I feel like that's Love what a that. lot of people will think. Yeah, it's like, oh, USA B team. No, we're not USA B team. We're Team Mexico, and because we want to be on Team Mexico.
0: Yeah, I that is such what a cherry on top to be able to say that. Where it's like, this is this is what I want, and yeah. you know, people are obviously going to speculate no matter what about anything. Um, but being able to know deep in your heart, know in your team, know with your teammates that like this is not our fallback plan. This is our plan. This is it. Yeah. Is our game plan. And that, you know, I think you're right. Like there's, and, and to, to go to your point about um, just, you know, rooting on you guys, even though obviously like I played for team USA and all that it's, it's, it's about the appreciation for the game and about the appreciation for what you guys are doing, what everybody's doing from all the different countries. It's like, this is, you know, obviously, about softball, but it's about representing something bigger than you that we always talk about when you're out there playing something bigger than yourself. And it's really hard not to root for that, uh, you know? Yeah, so totally. And yeah, AU, what a, what a wild ride, what a colorful experience, diverse. I mean, just everything that we knew softball could be and it, and it ended up happening. So yeah, yeah there there. Wow. It, you I don't think any of us hug. are
1: expecting to go for six weeks and have like so much growth, you know? Like yeah.
0: unbelievable. Just so, j- like the whole, like you said, you know, wanting to be viewed as a warm hug. The whole experience of that six
1: weeks was a warm hug. <laughs> like, even though we couldn't get close to- Even though we couldn't warm hug. hug. <laughs> <laughs> like it truly really was. And I, like everybody that calls me like an ass or like, how was, it? I'm like, I don't even think I can explain it. It was just like such an amazing um, experience. And like, just even if I don't play another season or if I do get asked back, like, I don't know how it's going to all work, but I think that like, to be able to be there for the first season and just see like John and Jonathan's goal and like their mission is to help gross women's sports. And what better way to show the whole world, our softball community than you know, doing this during a pandemic. Like, that's oh what I God. think about. I'm like, it takes a really special group of people to come together to do that. Yes. Very. And so, oh my gosh. you was true. amazing. I loved it. Um, it was just so great.
0: It was, it was something, at least I know, cause you've been out of school now for a little while and something that I, you know, I didn't think that I would see because, you know, I've been out of school almost 10 years and, um, so anyway, so thinking about it, 21.
1: you're like 21. You're still in college. Things,
0: I just, you know, like I, I, I just, I just voted for the first time. That's how young I am. So it's exciting. But, um, but something that I didn't think that I would see or feel as a player, I was, I was hoping to see and feel for those coming after me, but yeah. something I didn't think that I would get to experience because of, you know, getting towards the end, but yeah, it um like you said, seeing the vision come to life and what a great group of people to make it happen. And
1: I mean, it was just like you and I think the biggest thing is like getting to play with people that you wouldn't have played with. Right. I would have never played with you. I didn't no. get to play with you in college or professionally right. or internationally. Right. And then I get to play with you and pick your brain and laugh with you like everybody else gets to do. <laughs> and then, you know, with Hannah, Hannah Flippin' like I she was we were like ride or die all the way through school or through high school travel ball and then we went our separate ways and in college but then getting to like be reunited on the field at au like it was just like so special and like get to play with people like victoria hayward who's so passionate about her country too and like oh it was just like from the very big details to the super small details that they put together like It was just like, they rocked my socks. They really did. That's the truth.
0: And I was talking to my stepsister recently because she plays college ball in California. And I was, you know, we were talking about AU and I was talking about the movie night and, you know, and and the Friday night lights and those things where I'm like, it's so great that I'm talking about those things instead of like, yeah, like that one game we won and, you know, this or that. Like you talk about that too, but then I sit and I think we watched She's the Man on the field and it was the best night of Of my
1: life. Like, like hearing little people, like not little people, but hearing little laughs laughs from everybody else in different scenes that I like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like the coolest experience. I know. And like, it's something I look forward to. Like now I know that like, it's only going to grow. And like, hopefully this is an opportunity for my sister to get to do, you know? And like, that's something that's super cool. I don't know if I'm going to make my knees will make it till then, but like, (laughs) man, that is so cool. And I'm happy that I was able to be a part of it. I'm so lucky that you know, I was reach, people reached out to ask me to play because it really was, and I was scared to go with the whole pandemic. I was scared yeah. to, my family was scared to, for me to go and but I'm so happy that I did it. And I, the way that they did, it was so responsible and it just shows like our softball community like there and yeah. how special we truly are to be able to accomplish that.
0: Absolutely. It gives, it gives hope to everything, no matter, totally. like, no matter what it is it, there's it just a little, Spice of added hope, and um yeah. I know we could talk about the experience—just ups and downs and round and rounds—all yeah. about it all day. But I, I, just, I think that that's something that you bring to the table too—is—is is, um, being able to give somebody something to hope for. And I, I, I loved getting to play with you, and I loved um, getting to play with you. It, I mean. What a blast. I feel like we were teammates that were just waiting for the time to be actual teammates. You know, like we were meant to be, we were meant to be on the same team. And And you
1: brought it up before we started talking, but it's only been a year that we've known each other. I know. I think that that is wild. I'm so happy that I said yes to going to Minnesota to do that camp to meet right. you and meet Lauren Hager and to you know just yeah to meet Victor like yeah I mean it was just like such an awesome opportunity and I want to thank you because you truly sparked um, a new passion of mine. I I told you that I wanted to start reading in when we were in Minnesota. You took yeah. me to Barnes Noble. You used your card and your employee discount. <laughs> And I thought it was just going to be like, oh, I'm going to read this book and I'm going to fall off. Last year, I read 16 books. That is amazing. 16. That's a lot. That's like the most I've ever read in my life in one Mm -hmm. year. And I've already read two this year. Um, And I'm just like, I want to thank you because that's something that like, I know that you're really passionate about (laughs) and you bought me my first couple books. And it's just been like, it's really important to like, I think that's the thing, like picking little things from everybody that you meet is like really important and you definitely spark that in me. And mm-hmm. I mean I would text you like I just finished this book. This is oh, like God. the ending. Oh my God. You know? Yes. But like I just truly want to thank you for for that. And yeah. it's something that I still do every night I read and it's something that like I find a lot of like just relaxation and like just present moment. Like I'm reading what I'm reading and I'm thinking about what I'm reading. It's really cool and it's super wholesome. So I wanted to thank you for ah. that. And it's ah. been really fun.
0: I'm so happy. That means so much to me. And I know I told you the last time you texted me about a book, I was like, this is the best text I could ever <laughs> receive. Like anytime it's a text about a book, I'm like,
1: yes. <laughs> yeah. And I never thought I'd be this person to like order things like books online or go to yeah. Barnes Noble or like read on a plane or read on a car ride. Hobby, I really do like, wow, it's been really fun. And like, it's so funny. Cause I tell my little brother, I finished another book. He's like, oh my God, I'm starting to <laughs> worry about you. Like, how do you read them so fast? But it's like truly like it's so emerged and like, we didn't think we'd be talking about books on this podcast, but look at oh, us. Like, always multi- end up here. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's cool because especially in a time like this where we spent the last year really not being able to go anywhere, what a way to travel without leaving your house is reading a book. Oh,
1: that's so well said. Thank you. I'm going to put it on my wall.
0: I don't have anything on the wall yet. So I'm just going to put it right there.
1: (laughs) No, but it's true. Like, I don't know about you, but like I found like I started reading during the quarantine. I started, I learned how to do a headstand and like master a headstand. Like, hell yeah. Yeah. And like growth truly happened during the quarantine. And I'm really lucky to be able to say that. Like Um, I understand that, but like, I think that kind of a blessing in disguise in a way. And yeah. Again, not everybody gets to say that, but of course, um, I got to really challenge myself and, you know, get into working out, getting into, you know, obviously my Peloton and just spending more time at home. And it's been like super cool. Yeah. Yeah. And
0: that just goes, obviously there's some situations that have happened in the last year with different families, different lives that you can't control, but in yeah. your situation, like, like I said before, you have a really great way of seeing things in a positive light and making the most out of what they are. So I think that for everybody listening, I think it's hard to walk away from this conversation without being totally inspired by you. And by, you know, like you said, taking little pieces from everybody that you've learned, everybody that you've met, everybody that you've learned from and kind Mm -hmm. of taking it into your own. And I hope that people can take that little piece from Sash that I can look at things in whatever way I want to look at them. And I want to choose happiness. I want to choose positivity. You know, I want to choose hope. And I think that that can be something that everybody can take away from listening to you. So I- yeah, Sam. Oh, please Virgo sisters man it's just Virgo a deeper sister bond sister. it's just a oh, deeper bond um but thank you I mean thank you so much for sharing all of this with me with whoever's listening it's you're you're just what a story what an amazing story what an amazing ride and it's not over yet there's going to be so much to come in the next seven months that you know who knows what it's going to look like but
1: Definitely. obviously it's going to be great so Definitely. And all. I mean, I mean, just to like end it, but like, I, I'm just like really grateful for my family, but like also teammates, teammates, people like you that like, I really think that we need more of this like wholesome content where you really dive deep and like you ask those questions and I I'm human. I've made mistakes. I've learned, I've grown, Mm -hmm. I've changed whatever, but like, I really think that it like taking time in a busy schedule to do stuff like this, just to yeah. sit down and talk and just like get whatever you're feeling off your mind or whatever. It's just like something that I'm really, I I'm telling you when you sent me that text to ask if I wanted to do this, I like screamed because I was like, this is like something that I really love to do. I love plugging in with one another. I love, you know, just talking about stuff. And I just read a book that says laying the track and just like laying tracks so that you, that train goes. And these little moments are like slowly like helping you kind of, you know, remind you of like the people that have always been there. And even though it's only been a year, I feel like I've I known know. you forever. And so yeah. I'm thankful that this is a passion that you have, that you asked me to be a part of. And I'm just, yes. I'm always here to talk. I love you so much.
0: Oh, okay. Well, on that note, everybody, thanks for listening. <laughs> but no, thank you, Sash. Thank you. Thank you for saying that. And I, this has been so great. Like I had a feeling it would be obviously, but um, mm-hmm. you know, there's, there's so many stories that people, don't know yet that they can relate to. It's only when they hear it, you know, yeah. uh, that they know, hey, I can, I relate to what she said and it's helping me get through a hard time or it's, this sounds a totally. lot like what I'm wanting to do. So, you know, what, what a great way to, you know, spread what you've learned and, and use it for good. So, um, on that note, what an amazing episode, Sash, you've been an incredible guest.
1: Oh, you're amazing. Thank oh. you for inviting me.
0: Thank you. And, uh, you know, until next time, I mean, thanks for listening. Thanks for being inspired by this amazing story, this amazing person. And uh, we'll uh, catch you later, Unknown Pro People.